Hey there, welcome to Dramatic for a Living, where we discuss tips and tricks for actors when it comes to the business side of our career. I'm your host, Asha Etchison, actress, writer, and director, and in this episode, I want to talk about resumes. Now, in the last episode, we kind of went over headshots and also what kind of actor do you want to be, which is really important in regards to how much time and energy you want to put into this and also the type of materials you need to get together. In this particular episode, I want to talk about resumes. So being part of the basic series, we're going to go through headshots, resume, reels, etc. So if this is not something you need to know about and you want to skip, that's absolutely fine. Or if you have some knowledge you want to drop, some tips you want to share, definitely feel free to jump over to the d.4.a.l Instagram page and share some knowledge. So jumping into resumes, for your actor resume, this is pretty much telling what it is that you've done, what it is that you've been a part of. And so starting out, a lot of people don't really have anything. Or some people might start with an indie project, a student film project, a short film, or plays. And there's nothing wrong with that. In this day and age where there's a lot more accessibility to creating our own content, you can even add up there things that you have created. So the major thing is you want to make sure that your resume is properly formatted. Now, it's really hard for me to show that on a podcast. So I do recommend that you Google the proper formation of theatrical resumes or actor resumes, and you'll find a bunch of different templates. The main thing is you want to keep it clean and concise. Usually you're going to have your information at the top and that's going to consist of your name. If you have representation, whether a manager or an agent or both, they might have some type of logo or tag that you'll put on the top of your resume or the bottom. Doesn't matter. Usually you'll put your height. You wouldn't put your age, not unless you were under 18. As actors, we don't usually disclose our age unless it's something on a contract or something of that nature. But when it comes to casting, usually that's not a part of the discussion unless they want to make sure that you're legal, you're not a minor. You'd want to put your voice type. So if you happen to sing, um, you want to put up there whether you're a soprano or a tenor or etc. You can put your height. You can put your Contact information such as an email address or social media links if that's something you really want them to see. Um, I know some people tend to have very large media following. So if you want that to be put up there, you can put the link to your social media or like the at. And also some people will put like in parentheses the number of followers they have. Um, That's not necessary, though. Like it's not something you have to do. It's something that has been done, though. If you are in the union, you would put that you are in the union. If you are SAC eligible, you'll put that. If you're not in the union, usually you would just leave that blank. Some people put a little picture in the corner. Um, That's very optional. It's really up to you. The one thing you really don't want to put up there, though, is personal information. You never know where your resume is going to end up. A lot of the times as an actor, you're going to post it on your website. You're going to post it on the acting sites you use, especially if you go in for a casting, you're handing it to someone. Um, you don't know who's going to see that information. So never put your home address. Um, I would even caution against putting your cell phone number unless you have a number that's specifically for business. But just keep that in mind. You don't have to put uh, very personal information on there. If somebody needs to contact you, Hitting you up through email or through your representation should be more than enough. Now, going a little deeper in regards to formatting, like I said, you'll be able to find great examples um, online and I'll even share some on the IG page. But pretty much after you've listed at the top your information, you know, your name and all those other things. Um, And I do want to add that one thing I put on my resume, which you absolutely do not have to. I tend to put my ethnicity only because I'm asked about it a lot, but you do not have to. You don't have to put anything up there that makes you feel uncomfortable. 
So after you've got your header together, you have your name, you have your representation, you have the things that matter. Underneath that, usually you'll start to make different categories. So you'll have film, you'll have theater, you'll have new media, which usually covers web series and things that are put online. Under each category, you'll have your three different columns broken up. And so pretty much that is to show in the first column what the project is, the name of the project. The second column will show your role in it. So whether you were a lead, a recurring, um, a specific character that's recognizable in theater. So let's say you did the play Aida and you played Aida, you know, you put the role there. And usually that role is mostly for theater, you know, plays that are identifiable or someone can look it up. And please take anything that I say with a grain of salt, do your own research as well. But this is just what I have become aware of is usually for theater, it's okay to put the name of the character. When it comes for TV, when it comes for film, um, usually you would just put the role. In the third column, you would put the director's name or the production company and or the TV network that it was put on. Once again, I'll post some examples on the IG page, but I also encourage you to look it up online. Now, as I said before, it's okay to post work that you have created. It's okay to post short films, indie projects, student films, plays, things like that. The one thing that they say you should not post necessarily is background and extra work on your resume. Reason being is because background and extra work is not necessarily considered as acting. It's more so um, a state of just being, you know, regularly being in a scene. When you're formatting your resume, you want to put the most impressive things forward. And also, if you happen to have a lot of credits, it's okay to kind of shave some down. You want to put the things up there that you're most proud of, the things that are most... um, influential in a sense. So if you've done a whole bunch of co-star roles, if you've done a whole bunch of supporting roles, you know, and that's not the direction you're trying to move forward in in your career, it's okay to kind of shave that down a little bit, not mention so many of them on your resume and put up the things that highlight where you want to go, more of the lead, more of the, the guest star or this or that. It's all right to shave down some things. Everything doesn't have to go on there. Now, an important area of your resume If you have training, you want to put your training. So whether you went to a school for acting, whether you finished an accredited program, whether you are taking workshops with a certain studio or teacher continuously, you want to add that up there. People like to see, especially if you don't have a lot of credits and you're just starting out, people like to see that you at least have been training. So even if you didn't go to college for acting, which is absolutely okay, and even if you did, that's absolutely fine as well, you want to put something. You want to put that you've been in some type of class, you've been, you know, studying with someone. Another important area on your resume is you want to put your skills. Once again, I'm going to throw up the disclaimer here that, you know, one shoe does not fit all. So, I mean, there's definitely people who have done the opposite of what I'm about to say and, you know, have had success with it. But generally, you don't want to lie on your resume. You don't want to lie about the credits and you don't want to lie about your special skills. Um, There are times where people have been in the casting room and the director or the casting director will look at your resume, see a unique special skill and ask you, hey, do this. You say you can whistle a whole rap song? Do it. And so just be careful what you put up there. However, I do think it's important that actors not skimp on this part. So many things that we don't actually think are special can be special skills. Like if you're really good at whistling, if you're really good at blowing bubbles, jump roping, if you can kind of contort some part of your body, if you run, if you can ride a bike, if you drive, different things. I mean, 
even some professions that you may have had, you know, some career choices may really help you moving forward. So you want to make a list and really think about all the things that you could bring to a role potentially and write them down. It also doesn't hurt to do some research on other special skills to see what other people have listed or, you know, something that you might not have thought of. Maybe you have a big collection of something, you know, maybe you are great at something artistically or cooking or you have knowledge with firearms or whatever the case is. Really look into it and see what could be put down. Now, also, if you want to on your resume, you can put any type of special awards that you've won for any of the projects you've listed, a a short film, a film festival for, you know, a web series, whatever the case is, you can also add that on your resume. And please keep in mind, your resume should only be one page long. So you want to fit as much as you can reasonably, cleanly and orderly on that page. And this page will be attached to your headshot most of the time. So you will have to cut it down to eight by ten unless you get it printed out on the back of your headshot. But there we go. Resumes. Before I forget, I do want to add that if you can do sign language, if you can speak another language, if you can speak with accent, you should absolutely add them onto your resume. That is something that people definitely want to know. People also want to know if you have improv training, whether comedic or dramatic. Something I really do want to point out, though, is your resume is going to change. You know, as you do more work, as you experience more in your career, your resume will change. Usually you will keep a different copy for your resume when it comes to commercial work. And with commercials, sometimes um, with that resume, you will not necessarily give that information unless requested for because there can be conflicts. So if you did a commercial with one company, that's the rival of another company. I do want to put out there that I am not heavily knowledgeable with commercials, so once again, I welcome any type of tips or tricks from our listeners. But you also can format your resume based off of the area you live in and the type of work you predominantly go towards. So for those of you who are heavy in theater, it is okay to list your theater credits first on your resume. For those of you who are heavily in film, you know, it's okay to do the reverse. So usually the way that it's stacked up is TV, film, theater. You can move it around if you want. But another thing to keep in mind is that as you start to expanding your career, especially those of you who do TV and film, things like that, it would be wise for you to establish an IMDb Pro page. And so that is something you have to pay for. I do not suggest you pay for it now if you don't have to. But IMDb is a database that uh, shows pretty much who has worked on what in the film and TV industry. And so for yourself to have like a page on there that has your headshot, that has your proper contact information, once again, nothing that is too personal, no phone numbers, no addresses. It's good for you to keep your credits up there. It's a place that as you start to work with more people, they can easily link you and show the things that you've worked on with them. Um, If you've been in TV shows and different things like that, it'll keep all your information in one spot. You want to make sure that you keep your resume up to date as well as your IMDb page if you happen to have one. Any credits that might be missing on there, you want to make sure you add them in. But other than that, as you continue to grow with your career, you'll be moving things around, changing things around, adding things, taking things off. So that's everything that I have to share when it comes to resumes. If I forgot anything or if there's anything that you would like to add, definitely hit me up on the IG page. Once again, d.4.a.l. Thanks for tuning in for another episode of Dramatic for a Living. I will talk to you next when we talk about your reel.